0: All right, hey guys, this is Walker Zimmerman here. Uh, This is The Locker Room, episode two. We have a very special guest today, Dejan Yakovich. And before I introduce him, I want to remind you guys about what The Locker Room is, what episode one was like. And so I mentioned three goals last week when I had my special guest, Aaron Kovar, on air through a Skype call. And the three goals were that you guys can walk away uh, with either learning something new, Finding a way to improve yourself or become a better version of yourself, or number three, be entertained. And we mentioned that if we could accomplish one of those things, then we would consider this podcast a success. Today's podcast, today on, I'm thinking falls in the third category of being entertained. Um, so Dejan Jakovic, center back for LAFC. He has uh, born in Serbia,
1: Croatia. Born in Croatia. Hey Vince, we're gonna cut that. Yeah.
0: Dion Jakovic, he's uh, born in Croatia, moved to Canada, um, played in the MLS, uh, obviously plays for Canadian or Canada's national team, um, been all around the MLS, and so it's an honor to have him on. Also been to Japan, I'm sure we'll touch on that. But Dion, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, pleasure.
0: Yeah, yeah of course. So today we're going to talk about fantasy sports and why fantasy sports are so appealing to us. As competitors uh, as athletes and I think my first question I, I thought of this on the way over today is when you were in Japan and you were playing what did they do in the locker room do they have any type of competitions or for instance we do March Madness brackets we do squares for the Super Bowl do they have anything in their locker room to go along with any other sport
1: no unfortunately no. not okay. uh, we didn't we didn't have any kind of fantasy sports did they pay attention
0: to other sports? Any American sports? They pay attention to Japanese baseball? Um,
1: baseball is very popular. Yeah. I would probably say it's a little bit more popular than soccer. Okay. Um, so uh, baseball baseball was huge, and yeah. then I would, I would say soccer was second.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Ichiro Suzuki, finally had his retirement game for the Mariners. That was pretty special. He's uh, quite the athlete
1: there. He's a Japanese I think we had a, legend. Yeah, we yeah. had
0: a conversation about is he the most famous Japanese athlete of all time? I think he has to be. He's definitely up there. At least, at least in the top two, because I don't Absolutely. know if anyone else. I would have to agree. Yeah, so today um, we're gonna touch on fantasy sports, like we mentioned. We wanna give you guys kind of a behind the scenes look of how our fantasy football season went in the locker room last year. Unfortunately, neither of us made it to the top, but we had good seasons. And I wanna start off with the draft and um, this year we did a, a live draft for almost everyone on a road trip and so we got in uh, we rushed through our team dinner at the hotel and we just immediately went up to the training room everyone had their computers spreadsheets and we were there for I think like two hours uh, at least two at hours, least two hours yeah. doing the live draft so I want to talk to you about um, one your draft strategy you know is it consistent from to year do you change it up every year is it just based on what happens in the draft and then, two, if you have any recollection of just some really poor moves, really amazing moves from this year's LAFC draft.
1: Um, yeah, that's a very good question. But um, you don't have to give us all your secrets. No, definitely not. You okay. can't do that. Um, some, of, uh, some of my strategies are I, I usually take uh, a quarterback pretty late. Uh, I, I try to stack up on uh, running backs and wide receivers. Um, Cause I just I, I feel like the production that you get from a quarterback. Obviously now, Pat yeah, Mahomes was yeah, it was ridiculous. That no one could plan for that. I think uh, uh, the last last quarterback to have uh, fifty plus touchdowns was Manning, Jeez. and Peyton Manning, and, and he beat that. So uh, usually try to try to wait wait on a wait on a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's. And then you
0: typically stack running backs, wide receivers. What about tight ends?
1: Tight ends. So um, it's a volatile position. Uh, you have you have um,
0: three or four main guys who
1: you have Ertz. Yep. And um, Kelsey. And Kelsey. I would I would probably rate Kelsey ahead of Ertz. Okay. Uh, those are your uh, one and two tight ends that uh, really produce. Yeah. Uh, I would say they have the, the very similar numbers to, to a wide receiver, uh, tier one wide receiver. Um, so I think getting one, one of those two guys is, is a big advantage.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Because after that, it kind of falls off and uh, it gets a little bit shaky in the later rounds.
0: Yep, and what, what uh, number were you? We had a twelve team league uh, this year. What was your draft position?
1: Um, I believe I had the eighth pick. Okay,
0: because I find that I think my draft strategy changes from year to year, and so this year I found myself with a pretty early pick. I was number three. I guess the highest I've ever had in a fantasy football season. Um, but we had so many interesting things happen. With do you pick Webby on Bell? Um, Jordan took him at two, thank goodness he did, so I didn't even have to make that decision.
1: very thankful for that.
0: I had three, and that put me in a tough spot because you have David Johnson or you have Zeke, and it was pretty much between those two. David Johnson, you know, he had the higher ceiling of, okay, if he returns to what he was two seasons ago, you have the best player in the league. Um, Zeke, you know what you're going to get, he's consistent, and so I went out and I took David Johnson. And um, that really didn't go so well.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that was a very uh, tough choice for you. Yeah. Uh, because, um, yeah, the Cardinals were, didn't have the, <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the Cardinals, Cardinals just, were laughable. Uh, not, not a very good offensive line. Um, just struggled all year. And then... Josh
0: Rosen just didn't produce.
1: He... Yeah, he didn't produce, came in as a rookie, uh, and he was also uh, running for his life most of the time. Yeah, he
0: definitely was.
1: Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty difficult. Yeah,
0: I think, you know, and I mentioned my draft strategy changes. I would say I tend to, if I'm a later pick in the first round and the early second round, I have, I've been known to reach and try and go for the best uh, player in the positions that aren't already picked. So I have reached for Aaron Rodgers, followed by a Gronk, or an Aaron Rodgers followed by a Kelsey, and I think that strategy has also paid off when you have those back-to-backs.
1: I like Which that. Which would be yeah, um, I like that. You know, it'd
0: be against your strategy of the quarterback late.
1: And and sometimes they say when when everyone's picking a, a running back, if you see a lot of running backs going off off the table, you then go, you then yeah. you go wide receiver. Yeah, you gotta change. You gotta zig and zag. So. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting so
0: speaking of our draft strategies um i i brought this up to a a particular participant in our fantasy league this week and i made fun of his draft strategy he didn't really take it very well um this is jordan harvey i hope you're listening i apologize but um jordan this year decided to stock up on qbs and so he ended up drafting four quarterbacks um I don't, I don't
1: even. I can't even remember all of them. I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, at, at what point does it matter though? Right. They gotta be about right. the same level. I know. Of, he, I, 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 I know he had Luck. He did have Andrew Luck, who um, was on his
1: bench for most of the time, and he might have. Who was his starting quarterback? Oh,
0: Tom Brady. Tom? Tom Brady.
1: Tom Brady was his starter. Yeah,
0: so I don't know who the other two were, but that was an interesting draft strategy. I thought um, Benny Failhaber obviously comes in. He thinks he's the most knowledgeable person ever. Oh, I've dominated the Kansas City Fantasy League. Well, this is LAFC Fantasy, Benny, and um, I'm glad that you had to finish last last place and, and pay all of us, so that was, that was really nice of you.
1: Benny was a little unlucky. He was I think unlucky. I think almost I think two of, <laughs> two of the players that he drafted uh, actually starting got think he had McKinnon from the 49ers who uh, got injured in preseason, so he didn't yeah. even get one snap.
0: But Yeah, very unfortunate season for Benny. Um, so, yeah, let's touch on the season. Um, we had a very interesting draft. Uh, I think us two in particular walked away pretty satisfied. We get to the season, and I want to touch on, um, I think this ties into why we love fantasy so much, but the idea that you're rooting for teams that you wouldn't normally root for, players that you wouldn't normally root for, and it makes every single game interesting. That, that is why I play fantasy sports for those three reasons. Because otherwise, I'm not going to, you know, say I'm a Falcons fan from Atlanta. Well, forget all of that when fantasy season is, is beginning. Because if I have, you know, Drew Brees going up against the Falcons, I'm hoping the Falcons get smashed and that Drew Brees just destroys them. So I have no allegiance. It's all for the fantasy team. And I think that's why I love it.
1: Absolutely. I think it's so much more enjoyable. Uh, to watch the games when you're when you're rooting for the players that you have i think uh, uh when you run into a little bit of trouble is when you're in more than one uh oh, yeah fantasy leagues and then you're kind of you know you have certain players that uh you have on your other teams that you're rooting for uh on yeah, this side you're playing and, against you right yeah. and then, then yeah it just complicates mess. things
0: yeah thankfully i finally cut down in two weeks that was nice i think that's that's a good yeah. choice um, so the season begins. I want to I talk about my most memorable moments. I want you to talk about yours. Um, these are the three games that I really remember. Um, one is week two. We had a fantasy football party. Uh, we rented out uh, a house, a space um, for the team to come gather. And the night game that day was It was the Giants with Evan Ingram, who was my tight end. I think it was against the Cowboys. can't remember if that was right. But the Giants oh, are playing. I only have Evan Ingram left. He needs eight points. Um, He's gotten like three or four. Uh, There's like less than a minute left. I think there's 19 seconds left, something like this. And the the Giants have been terrible all day, of of course. And my only chance is the last snap, and it's for Evan Ingram to catch a touchdown. So obviously, as in all fantasy games, when they line up, you watch your specific player, and you just follow him making his route. So I see Evan Ingram line up and I'm like, just locked in on him. Uh, Eli snaps the ball, and I just see him run a little uh, little post route, like or a crossing route right mm-hmm. over the middle, Yeah. and there's blown coverage on the Cowboys. Yeah. And so I'm like, throw him the ball, throw him the ball. He catches it, runs into the end zone. I freak out, start running around this space that we've rented out, and uh, Daniel Guzman was uh, just in tears over some text messages because that was the last-minute win that you dream about in fantasy sports. So that was my... Probably my favorite moment. I don't know if you had some close games that I
1: didn't. I didn't really have that many close games. I I, I do recall. I think it was uh, Beta. Yeah. He was going up against against Coop. Against Coop. Yep. And uh, what was the final score? They ended up tying. It was which a tie. is insane
0: because we had a a tenth you know scoring. So it's not just whole points. It's to the tenth, and they end up tying the game. It actually played a big role in the playoffs. I snuck in as a sixth seed because Beta had tied. And so I thankfully had the uh, one win that, ahead of him. Yeah, that, and that then, so I got in. cost him. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, so that was a, a crazy moment. The other one for me that sticks out, which probably cost me a, a higher seed, was playing Jordan Harvey. Um, he has LaShawn McCoy. And again, this is just the garbage time points that can be accumulated in fantasy. But... Well, Sean McCoy, fourth quarter. He needs like 13 points, something ridiculous. So they start driving down the field. Um, he had gotten you know a couple. So now it's late in the fourth quarter. He needs five or six points. Uh, we're in a PPR league, and the quarterback just starts dumping the ball to McCoy for little screens every single time. No one's guarding him. The game's over. They're down by three touchdowns. And, five yards.
1: I actually and, remember this. Five yards here. Four five yards, yards here, here. Five
0: yards there, and then a, a broken tackle here he gets like 13 yards, and so then it comes down to the last play. They uh, it's fourth and like 20, and they obviously they're going to lose the game, but you would think they would at least try and get the first down. So again, my eyes are locked in. Lashawn McCoy, and they take the snap. Quarterback's looking all the way down the field. LeShawn McCoy is like literally on the line of scrimmage, just standing there, waiting. And of course, the quarterback dumps the ball to him, catches it, runs for like six or eight yards. I lose by point two. And that one, that it one was
1: shocking. Everything. That one hurt. Uh, it was almost as if he was the only player on the field. Yeah, he, he he didn't he throw the to offense. one yeah. wide receiver, no. not to the tight end. He was, yeah,
0: yeah. And so certainly that brings me to the team banter aspect of fantasy sports. And one of the reasons I chose to have you on the show is because I feel like every morning in fantasy season, I could walk up to your locker and, as Callum would say, Dijon mustard, tee hee hee, Dijon mustard, six and three. And I would call out your fantasy record every single week, every day, and we would just say you know, some crazy predictions for the week, like you heard it here first, Matt Ryan, top 10 fancy QB, make predictions. Uh, we'd talk about the weekend's events and we'd spend our, our days looking at the waiver and seeing how we can make our team better. So that's one of the reasons why I had you on is because you're, you're always in tune, even to the point where I hope you don't mind, but I'm gonna embarrass you a little bit. Oh. So one morning, Dayan shows up at breakfast. <laughs> this, is, this is almost a finable offense. Shows up at breakfast and Benny comes up and he says, "Hey, this has to be a spin, guys." We're like, what? What? What's going on? He looks at Dayon. He says, "Did Try you set? Did you set an alarm for when the waiver wire opens in fantasy football?" And Dayon denies it. But right at two o'clock, conveniently, Dayon had to go to the bathroom. But in it's a the, lot
1: later than the. Is it
0: three o'clock? What time is the waiver wire? I don't even. You know. would know the time.
1: I actually don't know the time. Okay. Okay.
0: So Dan wakes up middle of the night to go to the bathroom, gets his waiver wire picks, and it's it, still up for debate. It's
1: very questionable. He tried to call me out. He's like, "Let me see, let me see your alarm clock." <laughs> that's he true. You looked at the phone. It was not there. That is it true. Was... That's a
0: good. That's a good defense for sure. Oh, that, that was that's pretty great. funny, though. That was great.
1: A lot of, a lot of trades took place in the locker room.
0: Yeah. What do you think? Good, bad? What do you got?
1: Some good ones, some really questionable ones. Um,
0: Some that had to be vetoed.
1: Some definitely had to be vetoed. I know a trade that really helped me out. I needed a a running back desperately, and I ended up getting uh, Sony Michelle from Benny for Nunua, who did start off hot. That is
0: robbery. But then, that uh, is robbery.
1: Kind of fell off down the stretch, picked up some knocks, and Sony balled out for me. Yeah.
0: I tell you what. That reminds me, I've had some some good trades, some bad. But I feel like my biggest mistake is I have really good drafts. And week one, I typically jump to conclusions about my players and make some poor trades. And so this year, it was Matt Ryan had a bad week week one. And Tom Brady had a good week. And so I'm thinking to myself, I have very good players in all my other positions. Maybe I try and go for Tom Brady. So I trade away Matt Ryan, some other bench wide receiver for Tom Brady, some bench wide receiver from Jordan. And Matt Ryan, of course, goes on to become you know, a top five fantasy QB. Tom just does, you know ho-hums his way to another Super Bowl, but didn't really have the season that, that I was expecting. Um, the only time I remember making a worse trade was a couple years ago. No Sean Marino. Goes off for twenty-four points in week one. Antonio Brown also went off, um, and so I had NoShawn. My friend has Antonio, or I have Antonio Brown. My friend has NoShawn. We trade, we, we swap, gosh. straight swap. First play of the next game, NoShawn breaks his leg, and yeah. he's, he's done for the season. Antonio Brown becomes you know most points as a wide receiver, and those moments just become.
1: I I think that's where a lot of. Uh, Uh, fantasy players tend to make um, mistakes where uh, they draft their team and then uh, their player doesn't do too hot and they panic. Yeah, I do. They panic. And and I remember actually, Benny almost traded Kelsey away. He had the first two weeks where he did poorly. I think he had like seven points, which is just not what he was expecting for a top tight end. And held on to him and then he ended up going off and finished as the number one tight end in fantasy. So it's, sometimes you gotta wait a little bit. Trust 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 the players, and and yeah.
0: That's good advice. Well, I wanna move on uh, getting further away from our uh, locker room fantasy um, season and get straight to the playoffs of fantasy football. Um, I mentioned I had become a six seed. Were you a five seed? Did you make the playoffs?
1: I was, I did make the playoffs. Yeah, I was
0: a five seed. Uh, or no, four, fourth, fourth four, seed. four seed. Yeah, seed. you played yeah. Coop. So uh, I tried to get onto our ESPN Fantasy app. Unfortunately, it was all gone. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't couldn't, back couldn't. Yeah. But um, this comes down to another very poor play from from me. I make it to the semifinals, and I have one player left. I need seven points. I have two two wide receivers I can choose from: Devin Funchess or Golden Tate. And I blew it. I picked Devin Funches, not knowing Cam New Nettle hurt shoulder, not realizing he had you know, not played as much.
1: And then Tate ended up going off? Tate or? ended
0: up getting, I think, nine or ten out of one, gone to the final, and uh, yeah, lost in the semis. So I'm still yet to win a fantasy uh, league. Have you ever won?
1: I won a couple. A couple? Yeah, a couple. Uh, ten, 10 man league yeah. with uh, friends back home in, uh, in Toronto. Uh, well, yeah, I haven't, I mean, I think this is my, this is my fifth year doing okay. NFC football. So you won a I, haven't, I won a couple. So I haven't been doing it for yeah, This a really is my long sixth. This kinda... is my
0: sixth and I haven't won yet, so maybe that tells me something about myself as a manager.
1: It's not good enough. No, it's not good. It's not good It's <laughs> really <laughs> not good. <laughs>
0: I think I made the playoffs like three times. So I'm bad okay. like 50%. Okay, But...
1: I mean, I, I thought you had a, uh, you had it a, a pretty it good, a good team. good year. It was a good you year. A good year. Yeah. It was a good year. So,
0: Hats off to Scotty Miguel, public shout out, Uh, they won our league, they're our equipment managers, uh, provide great banter throughout Fantasy Football League, so congrats to them. Um, Looking ahead, 2019, uh, we've seen a lot of movement in the offseason, more than I think we've ever seen um, in an offseason in terms of big name players. Who do you like, what moves did you like to see, Uh, what's your outlook for both fantasy, um, and then we'll get into rating our uh, our playoff teams. But first, players, um, who did you like uh, to see moved? What are, what are you thinking for fantasy twenty nineteen?
1: Um, uh, I think the most shocking one is uh, Odell Beckham. Has to be. I mean that that was kind of out of nowhere. Um, I think it's a massive addition to to the Browns, and actually, I have them. I have them winning the AFC North because of this move. Wow. Um, I think uh, um, Baker Mayfield's a, a very good young quarterback who I believe set a record uh, with touchdowns for as a, a rookie as a rookie. As a rookie. Um, and uh, Nick Chubb, yep, very good. Yep. They uh, they still have uh, Landry, who probably will move into the slot now that uh, which could be dangerous. It's very dangerous you because know. I feel like a lot. I mean. Defenses were kind of targeting him. They didn't. Now that uh, Odell's there, he's going to have a little bit more freedom. Uh, and also, an interesting player they uh, acquired, uh, Hunt Yeah, Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. They I bruised, tell you who what. suspended for the first, first eight, eight games. games. Uh, he's going
0: to make them better as well. Yeah.
1: So uh, offensively, defensively, they're still they're still very sound. Uh, I don't know. All right. I so you heard it here first. Games, the Browns
0: yeah. winning the AFC North. Yeah. Um, what other players you got? We got uh, some other big moves. Um, we talked today briefly. You know the Bills, the Jets. Some of these teams Le'Veon that. Bell. Yep. Some of these teams that uh, did not have good seasons last year picked up some big names. And do you have any of those teams, Jets, Bills, improving enough to make the
1: playoffs? Um. No. no. Not, not enough to make the playoffs. I think um, Le'Veon Bell is a, is a huge addition to, to yeah. the Jets. To, uh,
0: Does he produce at the same level that he did with the Steelers? No
1: chance. Okay. No chance. Because you, you have to look at the S- Steelers' offensive line as still one of the best in the league. And I think um, uh, it's not going to be the same situation for him. He's going to get the touches. He's going to get the carries. He's going to be a safety blanket. But but it's just not enough. you got to remember also offensively, the Steelers mm-hmm. were much better than the Jets. Yeah. The timeshare of, of...
0: I think my question mark about the Jets is you got a guy in Sam Darnold who had his moments, you know, ups I, and downs. I thought he
1: was decent. And I you see. look at a
0: guy like Mitchell Trubisky, what he did in his second year. And so I'm also wondering if you see how the Bears went from two years ago to last season. And it seems like it could be kind of similar to what the Jets are capable of. I don't know that Sam Darnold will have as good as a year as Mitchell Trubisky. Obviously the Jets defense might not be as good as the Bears, but that's a team I'm definitely gonna gonna keep my eye on.
1: That's, yeah, that's a valid, valid point.
0: So let's make some predictions. I got mine written down here. Um, I wanna talk, who are your playoff teams? Who makes it to the Super Bowl? And who is your Super Bowl winner for this next season? So,
1: I, I gotta go with the Pats. I mean, to win.
0: No, no, no. Okay, oh, to win their division. To win their division. Okay. Uh,
1: but, Tom Tom Brady hasn't showed any signs of slowing down. Still have uh, Bill Belichick. Grom- and their Grom- yeah, Gronk. It's gone. a big. It's a big loss, but they just won the division is not very good. It's a very actually, very bad division and. Um, I don't know, they always, they always find a way to win. They always, uh, Belichick always finds a way to...
0: Out-scheme, out-coach. Out-scheme, out
1: take away the best player from the other team and kind of mask their pitchers' weaknesses. So taking them, the East, like I said, I have the Browns in the AFC North. Um, Steelers, we didn't talk about Antonio Brown. Yeah. Going to Oakland. Yeah, yeah another huge move. Uh, so they lose Bell, they lose Brown.
0: Uh, yeah. Those are two studs Ben's, right Ben's there. Ben's got to be on his maybe Ben's. his last season, maybe one more after this. But yeah, definitely on the back so, end. So uh,
1: Brown's there. You know what team I really like? I like the Colts. I'm high on I really the Colts do. as well. I think uh, Lux a, a year, year away from his big uh, shoulder injury that was a little scary mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Couldn't throw it.
0: Yeah. I think I think he's gonna have quite Um, the season.
1: Picked up your picked up your boy uh, Funches. Yeah, big body.
0: He's never been that productive, but uh, I like
1: uh, I like the running back there, Mac. Yeah, Mac uh, was a little injury at the beginning. Uh, Showed uh, a lot of promise. Showed a lot of promise towards the end. Uh, Still a great defense. AFC AFC. What I have I have the Chiefs. Uh, although you do kind of have to keep an eye on the whole uh, Tyreek Hill situation. Uh, yeah, yeah, how that goes. I don't know on. What, what's going to happen. Now this is uh, NFC East. I'm going. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, even though the even though the Eagles have yeah. made a lot of offseason offseason acquisitions uh, on the defensive side. Uh, NFC North, is still going to go with the Bears. I think. Um, they're just going to get better offensively. Um, you know what,
0: a breakout player for me last year for them, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, where, did, where, did, where, did he,
1: where did he come out of? I have I no think it's idea. The, I think it's the whole uh, uh, yeah, Jordan, scheme with Nagy with the with the, uh, yeah, with the Yeah, coach. Jordan
0: Howard declined, and Tariq Cohen became such a threat in he's, that short passing game.
1: Because, yeah, he's able to catch out of the backfield, something that uh, yeah, I Howard like struggles with. Yeah, I like the Bears. Bears are Bears are very good. And then um, NFC West, uh, I'm still going to go with the Rams. I know that it was a very disappointing uh, Super Bowl for them. Uh, managed to score only three points. That's yeah. Fun.
0: Funny enough, we didn't talk about this before, but we have the same teams winning the divisions. Eight for eight. So that's, yes. that takes out a lot of controversy. Yeah. Uh, I have my wild cards uh, in the AFC. I like the Chargers. I think they're still going to be good. Um, Melvin Gordon, I hope, comes back healthy. That's um, all I have. Yep, Chargers. And I like the Ravens as maybe a 5 or 6. Uh, Lamar Jackson did well when he took over. My concern for him is obviously ball security, fumbles, taking care of the football. But I think he's dynamic enough to make that offense uh, good enough to make the playoffs.
1: Very interesting. The only thing I have, so I have the, the Chargers, agree with everything. Um, and I'll, I have the Texans. Yeah. Um I just I don't know if the Ravens have an, uh, enough they did acquire uh, Mark Ingram which is uh a solid running back but that's going to that's going to need to be a really huge jump for for Lamar. Yeah. And I think he uh he struggled throwing the ball last year obviously with the and the didn't throw Suggs leave Sug they left uh uh, uh, CJ uh, Mosley. Mosley left, yep. went to the to the Jets. So, um, yeah, I'll be.
0: Yeah, and then I have uh, in the NFC, I like the Packers to bounce back. Uh, I just believe in Aaron Rodgers. I believe he's always good enough to make a team get to the playoffs. Um, and I got the Seahawks. I know you love Russell Wilson as a fantasy quarterback.
1: Um, I, I like him as a as a. A real life, real-life real human He's A well. real-life human, yeah. <laughs> um, I have the Eagles. Okay. Um, I have the Eagles and um, I have the 49ers.
0: That is a big turnaround. Uh, they any, what uh, picked do you...
1: up D. Ford from the, the Chiefs. They uh, De, uh, were desperate for a pass rusher. Um,
0: Garoppolo bounces back. Garoppolo comes
1: back. Um, picked up Tevin Coleman. From yep, from the handle. Falcons, uh, the only thing that worries me a little bit is the um, the wide receivers. Uh, Garcon retired, but I also really really like their uh, tight end Kito. Yeah, he had, he had a breakout had a year last year. year. I think he was the third uh, tight end yeah. in fantasy. So
0: now, give me your Super Bowl. Who's the matchup? Who wins it?
1: That's tough. It's tough. Um, I really don't want to say the Pats, but are you going to? But I'm not going. To. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going. I'm not going with the Pats. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: I like that pick. If that goes well, and yeah.
1: uh, and I'm, I think I think the Rams come back. Yeah, this is ridiculous. We have I the same to, Super Bowl. I think the Rams comes ba- uh, Rams come back. I think. Now, can uh, they
0: win that game? Or do you have the
1: Chiefs winning? I'm gonna have the Rams winning. They get Cooper Cup back. Yep. Um, and uh, the one thing that that scares me about the Rams is is Gurley and his arthritis that, yeah. and his health. Uh, so.
0: Well, funny enough, I have a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl Rams winning. This is not just because we're from L.A. Um, But granted, we we also are not experts. We just like to talk. Not at all. We like to talk other sports. We like to have little jokes. Um, But you heard it here first, Rams winning the Super Bowl. So if you like that comment, please remember to uh, rate, comment, subscribe to The Locker Room where you can hear uh, more predictions about things that we know nothing about but pretend to. So, Rams winning the Super Bowl, Um, let's go to March Madness, and this is where we're going to get some behind the scenes again. We mentioned we have a fantasy league, we like to have the squares game for the Super Bowl and other big events. March Madness is definitely an event that uh, we like to take somewhat seriously in the locker room. I think this year we have probably close to 30 brackets um, that people filled out between staff and team. And right now, Sweet 16 starts uh, back up today. And uh, we have basically some front runners. Um, Steven Betashore off to a really hot start. Got f- uh, 15 of 16 uh, Sweet 16 teams. He's in the lead. Um, Dayon is close behind. I think you're at 52 points. Yeah. yeah. So you're, uh, how many Sweet 16 teams did you get? 14 of 16? I
1: think, it, yeah, 14. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Dayon is 14 of 16. I also have 14 of 16 teams going through Um, and so I'm in fourth downs and third and uh, I think it's gonna be really exciting to watch this this sweet 16 I think there's a lot of teams that were expected to make it there that did Um, you you know the only one that I think was kind of out there for me was Oregon I didn't see them making the sweet 16
1: no yeah uh, I did not
0: yeah so I missed that one Um, the other one I missed I took a, a gamble on Iowa State Beating okay. Ohio State and then beating Houston. I didn't know that Houston could have the firepower. But... I
1: yeah, I definitely had Houston there. Did you miss?
0: Uh, uh, did you get the Auburn Kansas? That was a big I, miss for all guys. Had, I have Auburn. I, did as well. I
1: have Auburn. Um,
0: so your miss was Oregon, and
1: uh, so I Oregon? had I had I had Buffalo beating Texas. Tech.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Uh, missed out on that and.
0: Yeah. In Oregon.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then lead Eight, I have um, I actually have Michigan State. This is this is what, what it comes down to for me, I think. I have Michigan State beating Duke. Wow. That's yeah. I have Mich- I have Michigan State winning it all.
0: I mean you gotta think if they can if they can beat Duke there, then right. you know, they gotta be able to, to make a run. That's gonna be huge for you. I mean, a lot of people have Duke um, all the way through. I know you were rooting for Duke to lose that close game. Yeah. Last week, but um, yeah, I think Duke still feels like a front runner for me. Absolutely. I personally didn't want to pick them to win the whole thing because of trying to win the bracket. Exactly. You know. That's why. Um, so, who's your final four? What do you have? Uh, you said Michigan State winning.
1: I have Michigan State, Michigan, uh, Virginia, and North Carolina, and then I have Michigan State beating North Carolina in the finals.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be that UNC Kentucky potentially. Is a game that could uh, could matter. I I went a different way. Um, like we said, I think strategically, when you do a March Madness bracket, if you pick the absolute favorite that everyone's going to pick, you almost have to have you have to have the best bracket. Otherwise, so I took a chance. I didn't pick Duke, but I did put them in the final because I think they're that good that they're going to get there. Um, my my winning team is Virginia, which I don't know if I feel great about at this point. Um, I have LSU over Michigan State. I think that could be um, LSU's that's, looks looks pretty good pick, Yeah, um, I've Kentucky over UNC. So I think there's enough variance in those those games to where you know One or two things happen. I what think it think could it be, be in a good spot um, Game to watch today, Florida State-Gonzaga uh, I guess this actually airs tomorrow. So we'll know the results But um, that's a big one for Beta who's in the lead picked Florida State to go through. So we'll stay tuned for that now to where You know, we like to have a lot of banter. And this is where I think we really know nothing about. Um, This is the NBA. Speak, speak, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. (laughs) No, I don't know much about the NBA. All I know is about LeBron James. Uh, He's the GOAT for me. King James, now in L.A. Uh, That makes me really happy. So people make fun of me for my fandom of LeBron. I was uh, a Cavs fan. Then I became a Heat fan. Then a Cavs fan again. And now I'm a Lakers fan. I'm diehard on all those.
1: Hard, hard not to like LeBron. Oh hard my not. goodness. I mean, hey, he's definitely the, well, I don't know about now, but he's, he's the, he's been the best, best basketball player for, for a while now. Yeah. And
0: uh, what else can you well, say about you him? You can't
1: say anything. He's a uh, perfect role model on the field, off the field. He, yeah.
0: The I Promise School was, was really cool. What he's done. Back absolutely.
1: In
0: yeah. So it's great to see athletes taking their influence like we said last episode, uh, about being more than an athlete, more than an entertainer. So you'd love to see guys who are, you know, in the, the biggest spotlight of all, guys like LeBron James, taking that platform, um, using it uh, in the right way and creating the I-Promise School, giving back to his uh, community in Akron. It's an amazing, amazing thing for him. Um, and unfortunately for the Lakers, yeah. you know, we can't root for them in the playoffs this year, but, I, I mean, I... There's just no way in my mind that they're going to miss the playoffs next year. I think they'll make the right moves, get, get another big big signing, and uh, I think LeBron can uh, have another really good year, a couple years ahead of him. So I like the Lakers back next year, but we're talking about this year. We're talking about the uh, 2019 NBA playoffs, and we um, are going to rank and kind of do a mock playoff bracket for the rest of the, the NBA postseason, which is going to begin here in a few weeks. And so we're going to use our rankings based off of uh, today's rankings or right. yesterday's rankings. So uh, I'll pass it on to you. I okay. want uh, I want you to start in the East. In
1: the East, okay. And
0: I want you to give me, um, you know, who's going to move on. Uh, if, if the playoffs were today, you can bring up the matchups, who you like, and uh, and then I'll go to the East and then move on to the West.
1: Okay. Um, so obviously the, the one seed uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, who have the best record in in, in the NBA, and probably the MVP. In, in you think Greek freak Janis? Yeah, I, I think so. But there's a there's a there's an interesting uh, statistic. I think in the last thirty years, there hasn't been player that hasn't at least been a, a second seed uh, to to win the MVP. Hmm. So that. Uh, Works in his favor. I know I know. Harden's up there averaging 36 points per game. You can't... Uh, See, because I want to take
0: that comment. We'll, we'll talk about right. this MVP race for a second because I think it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. That's a pretty good stat. What I always think of in an MVP and what's actually frustrated me in years right. past, because I'm a LeBron fan, i right. always thinking he's the MVP, is MVPs have to have a specific... Thing about them that is almost—it's never been done. It's like they've done something new. So I look at Russell Westbrook when he wins; it's the triple double, right? And he—that's
1: that's that's the one play. So he was an eighth—he was an eighth seed, yeah. And because he averaged a triple double, so again because he he does
0: something that's never been done. Then you uh, have—I mean, Stephen Curry when he had his ridiculous year of three pointers. So that's that's crazy. Then you had uh, James Harden um, last year, and what he did with. I don't know what his crazy stat was, but I think for this year, the crazy stat would be the 32 consecutive games over 30. Right. I think that that is the mm-hmm. thing that's going to yep. be his his you know best chance of getting MVP is like, hey, I just went the new 30 for 30, uh, as we've heard all about yeah. and on all these radio shows. You know, That's something that's never been done. I think that's enough to where people can look at Giannis' numbers and be like, yeah, that's incredible, but... But here, here here's my before? here's
1: here's my take on on, on Giannis. Uh, they were a seventh seed last year, and they're the best team in basketball right now. They have the best record. Uh, he's the main player on that team. He's yep. their most valuable player.
0: Uh, and it goes yeah, to the, the age-old points, debate. Points, yeah, it like goes to the age-old months. debate: is it the, the best player on the best team, or is it the most valuable player in the league? Right.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you have an argument. You can say he's the most valuable player on his team. Yeah. If you take him off, are they first no, in the league? I don't know. So yeah. it's it's. I think it's going to be very close.
0: Interesting. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Harden. Okay. I'm gonna so. go with
1: I'm gonna go with Giannis, but I wouldn't be mad if Harden. If
0: yeah. Harden won. Yeah. Because I think fair he enough. That, know, yeah, he's, he's, was crazy.
1: Exactly. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bucks. Yep. So if, if if it starts right now, it would be Orlando. Um, which
0: which props to Orlando for even being in this position. That was kind of a surprise for me.
1: Right. Yeah. There. I mean, it's between them, Miami, and, and I don't know the and Charlotte. Yep. Um, I don't think it really matters who, no. who who ends up taking that eighth seed. I'm I'm gonna take the Bucks there. Um, then here's the here's my team, the Raptors. Okay. Okay. This is my team. I I know that they've they've struggled in the past. I know a, a lot of a uh, a lot of a lot of players and people. I don't know if you heard this. They call uh, they call Toronto Lebronto because LeBron James just <laughs> absolutely yeah. owns the the Toronto Raptors. Well, he owns name. everyone else in the exactly. East as well. Exactly. Exactly. I so, love
0: Lebronto. I love that.
1: So uh, I I really like them. I like Kawhi Leonard. The Claw. I think he's. Probably the best two-way player. They have a very deep team. Uh, Danny Green's, Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard are both champions. Champions with with the Spurs. I have them beating the Detroit. I have uh, Philly beating Brooklyn. Uh, and then this is this this yeah. this is where it gets a little tough between the Pacers and the Celtics. Um, I don't know. They're they're. They're both very inconsistent there. I I just, I honestly, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Celtics, but I think it's very impressive what the Pacers have done uh, uh, after losing their star play, Oladipo. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Celtics there. Um, And uh, I'm, I can't, I I have to go, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Raptors coming out of the East
0: okay. into the finals. All right, so I'll, I'll do the same thing. Uh, I agree, Milwaukee, there's no way they lose uh, to the, to the eight seed over a, a series. Um, I also have Toronto going through. Uh, Philly, I, I think is, along with Boston, one of the most interesting teams in the East because if they have everything clicking, I think mean, they can beat anyone in the East. Absolutely. They have the firepower, they have the star power. Um, it's just can they get Simmons and um Jimmy Butler can they get them working together as the playoffs approach and I think if they win that first round series which I expect them to I, I think that could give them some good momentum maybe moving into the next series
1: I agree I think Embiid is the best center in the, in, in the league right now I think he's the most dominant center uh, and uh, have a very good team, a very good starting five. The, the only thing that scares me a little bit is their bench. But yeah. Okay.
0: So I, I also like Boston. I think, um, I just think their playoff experience from last year, and I think it's really going to help them. I think Kyrie's going to be playoff Kyrie. I hope he untucks his jersey and can make something happen.
1: After, here's what I have something for you. <laughs> so they, they went really far without Kyrie. Yeah. You think?
0: I think Kyrie helps them.
1: You think Kyrie yeah. helps them? Okay,
0: mm-hmm. I like Kyrie. So then, moving on, I'm gonna. I think it's gonna be actually Philly winning that Toronto series. So you. So I have. I have Milwaukee is gonna beat Boston. Uh, uh, and then I have. Philly I think. I over think. Toronto.
1: Okay, I because I think Toronto, the winner of of the Toronto series, would play. So Toronto would play Philly, and yep. you you have Philly beating Toronto. I have Philly
0: beating Toronto. I think yeah? it's gonna, you know, gonna go late. Probably seven games. Seven games. And I think that in Game Seven, I think the star power of the three from Philly, I think that's their game, and that's the breakout moment. So okay. I still have Milwaukee. Um, I like them to move forward. I think, like you said, they've been the best team all year. So I'm gonna take Milwaukee out of the East. Which good good for the city of Milwaukee, man. Good for oh, the Bucks. Absolutely, yeah, you know what a yeah. turnaround for them.
1: They are a little banged up, but yeah. I mean, why not? Why not They're take the, good, the one best season. team? Yeah, the best team. Why not?
0: So let's uh, let's hear your Western Conference predictions um,
1: here. Out in the West, um, I like the Spurs, man. I like Greg Popovich. I think no, I'm not not no no no. no. I'm wow. not taking this You heard first. it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking the Spurs to beat a Golden State. Um, I'm just saying I like I like Greg Pop- Popovich. I think he's uh, yeah. the best coach yeah. in, in the league right now. Obviously, can't take them to beat um, beat the Warriors. I have the Warriors if they're just too strong. Um, this uh, this Denver Oklahoma City. Series will be interesting. I really like what Denver's done. Uh, they almost made the playoffs last year. They were, I think, like one game, yep. one game short. And uh, to see what what they've done this year and finished as the second seed in the West is yeah, very. It surprises me.
0: After the All Star break, I thought the Warriors were going to create some separation. Right. And it really, I mean, it's it could still go either way.
1: The problem with them is they have no playoff experience. Yeah. I think there's. Only Millsap, the starter on their team, that has any playoff experience. So I'm still, I'm still gonna take them to beat Oklahoma City, just because they've they've kind of struggled since the All Star break. I know Paul George is in MVP um, conversations as well. He's kind of dropped off a little bit for me. Um, I don't think they have enough to beat Denver, uh, Portland, Utah. Also, another very close series. Uh, I I don't know if you saw Nurkic, the center. Yeah, He broke his leg. That's loss. a that's a very big loss for them. I don't know if they're able to to overcome that. He's a pretty big piece for them. Um, but then Utah, it's just it's just Mitchell. That's yeah. the only player they have offensively. And yeah. if he doesn't. If he doesn't get the points, if he doesn't score, uh, they struggle. Uh, I'm still, I'm still gonna go with Portland. I think Damian Lillard and CJ um, McCollum. McCollum, I think. Yeah. They're they're ballers. I'm gonna take them there, and then um, I'm gonna take Houston to beat LA. Yeah, almost.
0: Uh, If I'm the LA Clippers, I'm trying to drop a couple of games so I don't have to play Houston.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they are, but because they're on a roll. Yeah, they They're, they, they're yeah. actually on a roll. They're uh, just balling out. Uh, they have Gallinari, uh, the Italian stallion over there. <laughs> yeah. um, Lou Lou. Yeah, Lou, Williams. Lou Williams,
0: who's... Hey, he went to uh, South at high school. Fun fact, um, about 20 minutes from my house growing up. So Interesting. I remember Jim, I was a little kid, Jim's were just like, packed out watching this guy play. And so it's nice to see him have the most success uh, or most points in NBA history off the bench, I think is what I just yeah. saw. So crazy. He's a local kid.
1: I don't know if you heard this. this is an interesting interesting story about him. Uh, he, somebody oh, drew yes. a gun.
0: I read this the other day, yeah.
1: Gun at him on the street, and he managed to talk him out and then ended up taking to, 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 to McDonald's. Yeah. And it's, like ended up talking for like another like two hours at McDonald's with them. Oh, that's that's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so out in the West, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Rockets to beat Golden State. Goodness. I think My that goodness. last year um, they went to Game Seven. I think yep. if they had Chris Paul. They win that. They, they, they win that, and he's back. He's he's healthy. Capella's back, healthy, playing really well. I really like the Rockets. I just hope that we get the same James Harden in the playoffs, because that's
0: that's the X factor.
1: That's X factor. That's where a lot of people kind of um, talk down on on James Harden. hasn't hasn't been the best uh playoff playoff performer. playoff performer. So uh wow, I really hope he does upset. well. And I I think I think the I think we've we've seen this year that Golden Golden State is beatable. I don't know I, I just I don't know if Boogie Cousins is 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 is, a, the, answer. is the answer. I don't think they're uh, as good as last year. Um so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm going to take the the Rockets wow. over the Warriors. And then I'm taking up Houston.
0: Wow. That's a big shock. I know, it is I was, a I was it almost is. going to ask the question prior to hearing your predictions of uh, do you take Golden State versus the field if you're a betting man? But clearly you think Houston can beat Golden State. I think they can. I just... I don't know. I just, I just think they're going to have to have, you know, the most perfect series to make it happen. Um, I agree. I agree. Which, I mean, hats off to them for taking them to seven games. They almost got it done. Not quite enough. Um, but I like Golden State um, over San Antonio. I like Denver uh, beating OKC. I think Portland, I think, beats Utah. Houston over the Clippers. I like all the high seeds to go through. Yeah. Um, I just I, I really don't enjoy rooting for Golden State, uh, especially being a LeBron fan and the history now that they've had. Um, it just it just irks me to root for them. I'm gonna take them still coming out of the West. I think they're just, you know, I think is gonna have a big postseason. Steph Curry's been, you know, ridiculous. And then you got, I mean, you got five All-Stars on the floor in their starting lineup. So I like Golden State. Uh, got them in the final against Milwaukee and I, as much as it pains me, I
1: have to You have to the Warriors. It. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people do have the Warriors. It's
0: it's not what I want to say. It's not what my heart wants. It's not what my gut wants, but I, mean, here, I think it's what my head here, is saying. Here's the
1: thing with, with the Warriors is they just have so much, so many great players on the court that if one struggles, if Steph Curry's struggling. No problem. Durant can go off. Even if Durant's struggling, you have Clay Thompson who can drop 40. Yeah. And it's just like so many weapons. Uh, and they're unselfish. Yeah. They, they, they move the ball. Um, you know, I'm, I'm taking Houston, but I can easily see yeah. the Warriors being champions again.
0: No, oh, I love that. Um, so that's going to conclude our predictions. Um, you know, again, we don't really, we aren't claiming that we know everything about these sports. We just like to joke about it, talk about it, have fun with it. Um, Hope you guys were entertained. Please follow the locker room, your hashtag LAFCpodfam. Um, I know there's a lot of great podcasts that LAFC are putting out, and so we just appreciate the support here at the locker room. Dayan, thank you so much for being a part of this and for giving me all of your wisdom and for that draft strategy and fantasy football. I might have to use that as next year.
1: Yeah uh thanks for having me love the show and uh
0: and you heard it here first the houston rockets winning the playoffs
1: that's what's up
0: all right thanks guys
1: thank you boom is that good great